Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, you get busy doing things around the holiday season, and uh, I guess the news uh, that broke actually on Saturday uh, may have come as a bit of a surprise to some folks uh, because uh, the jury was out in the uh, Laura Babcock murder trial, but they did render a judgment and a, uh, a verdict uh, that broke, of course, late Saturday afternoon. Uh, murder, first-degree murder, convictions uh, for both uh, Della Millard and Mark Smitch in the uh, the death of Laura Babcock. And uh, it was a uh, very emotional time, obviously, through the course of this trial, as it was with the Bosma trial. And uh, Laura Babcock's father, uh, Clayton Babcock, spoke to the media just after the verdict was rendered. Today's verdict really brings us little joy. The loss of Laura is no less painful today than when it was realized five years ago. Like any parent that loses a child, we can only move forward with the thoughts of what might have been. You also know about the evil beings that took her life, and if society's lucky, we will not see them again on the streets. Well, uh, the hope of a lot of people, I would imagine, uh, with the uh, verdict rendered in the Babcock murder trial. Joining us to talk about this is Alex Pearson. She's the host of On Point with Alex Pearson, which is uh, heard uh, every weeknight on the Global News Network. You hear it uh, between 8 and 10 right here on 900 CHML. Alex, uh, first of all, thanks for, uh, for the time today. It's great to have you back on the show. Nice to be back, Bill, although I don't like the circumstances. No, it's uh, it's like deja vu all over again, of course. Uh, no, yeah. no, no, the, the trial is over and the, the, the verdict has been rendered. Uh, we can connect some dots between what happened in the Bosma trial, which you covered so well for us here at CHML, and this Babcock uh, trial, and the, the verdict, of course, in both. Uh, were uh, convictions uh, for Mark Smith and uh, for Adele and Millard. Uh, first of all, I, I assume you're not surprised by the verdict? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I, I, they took the right amount of time to deliberate. They obviously uh, were thoughtful about it. But uh, no, I wasn't surprised at all that it came back. In fact, I thought they might come back Friday, and then um, it made sense to me Saturday afternoon. You know, if they would have slept on it, gone through it just a couple more hours in the morning, and then you know, given their decision. But yeah, it's uh, it's over. And um, I hope, Bill, that this gives the Babcock family the much needed closure that they need. Because in a lot of ways, Laura Babcock is the forgotten one. And it's unfortunate because during the Tim Bosma matter, we, we were not allowed to talk about her. We were, she, she, was, she just did not exist. And that was to preserve the integrity of her trial and Tim Bosma's trial. And so we couldn't talk about her. We couldn't talk about all the awful things we knew and uh, that's what made it so hard to cover technically. Um, but for her family to have to live day in, day out thinking, geez, does anyone care about Laura? I hope now that they get the closure they need because people did care about her. Certainly Sean Lerner, her, boy, her ex-boyfriend, who I think is an unsung hero in this. Who really kind of shed light on this. Uh, and and we got some evidence push, of that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We pushed the police to please open this case. And, and he was ignored. And uh, I think there's a lot of questions we can ask of the investigation as to why was it that it was only because um, of the Tim Bosma matter that they started to really look into the other um, deaths, be it Wayne Millard or Laura Babcock. But, you know, if it weren't for him really pushing to say, hey, there's something going on here, you know, maybe they we could have avoided to have Tim Bosma killed. I, we'll never know. That's the problem. We'll just never know. I know, but but you know this discussion that we can now have about these two yeah. trials. Uh, yeah. it, I think what it does is it underscores the the frustration. I mean, you've been covering trials such as this for many many years, and and we all get about the intricacies of this and the legalities that uh, what you can and cannot say in trial situations. But as you mentioned during the the Bosma trial, we weren't allowed to even mention the Laura Babcock trial, or the name <laughs> uh, with the charges or what was going on. 
But nope. conversely, in the Babcock trial, the the the, the Tim Bosma situation yeah. was per, uh, just shoved to the side. There's no mention yep. of that. And yep. and and you, you and I are watching this from afar, thinking, "Boy, I wish the jury could talk about this. I wish they knew <laughs> about this because that ties into this, etc." And there's a, there's a you you know our minds are are, are thinking, "Boy." Look at the knew. yeah. The, look yeah. at the connection here with the incinerator and everything else. That there's a pattern here, people. But they yeah. they thankfully came to the right decision anyway. But and nonetheless, way, it's we, frustrating. We tell you, yeah. Well, it is. And, and uh, talking to a colleague of mine, I have a couple of colleagues that covered this. Um, when the jury were talking with you know the judgment about you know recommendations for sentencing, when they heard the judge say, you know, these men have been convicted already of first degree, like they were, they were like, what, what? Some of them had no idea that the guy that had stood in front of them um, was already a convicted murderer. So some of them didn't know. Maybe all of them didn't know, but they were shocked by that. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.